0: creating your own reality. Is it possible for me? I am Jennifer Cahill, the Consciousness Architect, and I am here to tell you that it's not only possible, it's closer than you might think. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another Regarding Consciousness episode here. We are so grateful to have you here with us and to have you listening to all of our incredible guests from around the world, ranging from top scientists and thought leaders like Dr. Deepak Chopra, Don Hoffman, and many others to the incredible healers and intuitives from ohm healscom as well as the wonderful intuitive who is joining us today, Stephanie Banks, Stephanie is a sought-after intuitive channel mentor and guide who helps people connect at the soul level. She channels from the perspective of any soul currently on the planet, souls on the other side, purely non-physical beings such as spirit guides, as well as trees, animals, and Gaia author of the bestseller seller Joining 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 Joni, try saying that 5 times fast. Staying connected to your loved one through dementia and beyond, Stephanie is currently completing her second book about her spiritual journey. In her TED Talk, I am an intuitive channel, she shares her unexpected experience with channeling and invites others to discover their own intuitive gifts. Thank you so much Stephanie for being with us today. Thank you, Jennifer. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. So, what a magical journey! How and when did you discover that you are an intuitive? Well, I believe
1: we're all intuitive, right? It's that sixth sense that we each have. Um, But I became more intuitive out of necessity because my mother was diagnosed with dementia. It was a type of dementia that affects younger people. She started to show symptoms in her 50s, and with dementia, it's a progressive neurological disease. And so the pathways in her brain were breaking apart, making it more and more difficult for us to rely on traditional verbal communication. And I have a background as a speech pathologist. I know how to work with people with cognitive disorders, but when it's one's own mother, it's a totally different ball game.
0: Mm-hmm. I needed
1: to find a way to stay connected to my mom in any arena that I could while knowing that in whatever day she was presenting, that was going to be her best day because it's progressive and she would continue to decline and the the deficits would continue to grow. So I, at the time had a very dear friend who channeled Mm -hmm. and she would channel my mother's soul for me. And I would, yes. And I would ask questions like, what do you need from me? How can I smooth this journey for you? How can I understand you better? How can I show up for you more? And through the soul perspective, I got exactly what I needed and realized, oh my gosh, imagine the application of such a thing across all arenas in our life. So I started to get trained formally as a medium and intuitive channel as well.
0: I love that so much. I do this thing I like to call soul talking that I was first inspired by the Kabbalist years ago in Kabbalah. They say that imagine just every time we're about to have a conversation with a child, our spouse, our, our boss, our colleague. What if we just paused and we asked internally from our soul, our heart to theirs, is this person able to receive what I'm about to share with them right now? And the Kabbalists call this technique proactive uh, proactive confrontation. Though what I discovered, Stephanie, that started boggling my mind is I'd ask a question of somebody's soul and I'd be about to share something and then their soul would answer back with more details. (laughs) And then I was like, wait, what's happening? I was asking yes and no, like, is this good timing? (laughs) And then next thing you know, I'm like hearing complete messages that I would then check with the person. And it turned out it was correct. And it really is mind blowing that we all have these beautiful gifts within us.
1: Yes. Isn't that gorgeous and fun and exciting? There's this whole level that we have not through our limited exposure or our culture, or sometimes our religious upbringing has prevented us from opening to this or accessing this or feeling safe within this, but yeah, talking to the souls. I do it all day, every day. It is phenomenal.
0: Yeah. It's next level magic. And we can, I did it recently. My uncle was in the hospital and he was still with us. And I couldn't reach him. Obviously, he was in the hospital. I just kind of tapped in. And I was like, Uncle Steve, you know, during meditation, are you okay? I love you. I heard you might be in some pain. And at that point, we had no idea what was going on. And his soul said, Jenny, I'm about to leave. And it's my choice. And you're not allowed to tell my brother, which is my dad or my kids. And I was like, what is going on? And so I just was praying for Uncle Steve. And three days later, as I was going to bed in my time in Lisbon, my uncle's soul came in. I was just getting ready for bed. He said, Jenny, I'm leaving. I love you. And a few hours later, my uh, cousins texted me, he passed, but that just shows to me how intertwined we all are, how we have these superhuman capacities to divinely connect. And what a beautiful gift. I, I would have never thought of that, that you could connect with your mom who's struggling with dementia. And for anybody who has a loved one who can't maybe hear or can't communicate in a Normal way that is so beautiful that you're able to do that and share that with the world,
1: yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. It's it's spectacular. <clears throat> and with regards to what you shared about someone being close to their transition, that's another really pivotal, powerful time to tap into soul. And we can all do that. Uh, oftentimes, my clients will contact me when they have a loved one, whether it's human or animal. That's close because that those moments are really when we need to know how can I serve you? How can I show up to be in service to what your spirit needs right now when you don't have the energy to speak or you aren't able to? And so going to that heart to the soul connection is, it's the clearest as far as I'm concerned.
0: Let's talk about that for a moment, Stephanie. You just said, you know, we all have this capacity. How do we all have this capacity? For me, it came Kabbalistically though. How has it come for you and what would you recommend to others? Well, what
1: I like to say is that if you're wondering if you can channel or if you are intuitive, then you can ask yourself three questions. Do you have a right hemisphere of your brain? (laughs) Do you have a heart? And do you have an imagination? And if you answer yes to all of these, which of course, every one of us walking the planet has to answer yes to all of these, um, then you can channel and channeling is just connecting to divine energy and divine energy isn't out there. It is in here. It is what we are, who we are. It surrounds us. It's within us. So it's not some external destination we're going to. And when I channel, I'm going in very deeply in, and I'm stepping, I'm stepping aside with personality and, and all of my, Um, perceptions and judgments and filters. And I'm letting spirit just take up the space that I've created by scooting to the side. So that's what I would say. Most people say, well, I don't know if I can do that. Or how do I know if I'm right or wrong? And the whole thing of being right or wrong is a trap of the mind. That's the left brain, by the way. And we can easily get caught up in that because we are a culture with Very overdeveloped left hemispheric (laughs) activity and underdeveloped, generally speaking, right hemisphere. And the right hemisphere is where we. That's where our intuition is. That's where our
0: divine connection is. That's where our creativity is. It's so powerful. I love, I was just at an event recently with uh, Greg Braden and Bruce Lipton, and I'm a huge, huge devotee of HeartMass work. I'm a HeartMass certified trainer and coach myself. And my God, the science is showing us because I can hear a lot of our audience. I can hear you thinking, (laughs) speaking of soul talking, and I hear some of you saying, yeah, but dot, 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 dot. Okay. This is too woo woo for me. It's not accurate. And the reason that I say this is because go look up the science behind the heart's intuition that heart math has these astounding studies where they have been able to show that five to 10 seconds before something gets triggered in the brain, the heart actually will show a peak. Like for example, they did this exercise with images and this is all over the web. You can Google it where they would hook people up to, I think it was a EKG monitor and a heart rate monitor And they would show them random images. Some might be very eliciting a response, like a death of somebody or a snake or something really vital or scary, right? And then other people, what would happen is that they would be just, or the same people would be shown calm images, like for example, just a passive field or an ocean. And the heart would show a spike five seconds before the image was able to hit the brain. I mean, how is that possible?
1: (laughs) I know. I love heart math. <laughs> I speak of it in all of my workshops. We all need to know about this um, because the heart, as I argue, the most intuitive organ, most intelligent. Wow. Yep. That's where everything can come through. There's so much good information that's there. And, if, and our task is to align with the more subtle energy of that wise organ um, because we'll get the best clarity when we do.
0: Mm, Yeah, (laughs) this is terrible to share. Don't use this against me. But what years ago when my business coach and dear friend who actually co-founded Ohm Heels with me, Julian taught me how to listen to my heart. I thought the man was off his rocker. I honestly threatened to fire him (laughs) when he's like, this is seven, eight years ago. And he's like, so tonight, Jennifer, in our coaching session, I'm going to teach you how to listen to our heart. And I'm like, yeah, about that. Remember, I said I might fire you at some point. <laughs> like this is before it evolved. I was like, "This is that moment." He's like, "Bear with me, Jennifer. If you're willing to just work with me." And so, a few few years later, it must have been two or three years ago. I was in Las Vegas for a convention with some of my colleagues, and I'm not a gambler. And I was just there, and everybody wanted to go play blackjack, and I had learned to listen to my heart so clearly that no joke, Stephanie, I'm sitting there at the blackjack table, having played it maybe once before in my life. And I could actually ask my heart who's going to win and lose each hand. And I got it right three or four times until finally I told the team I was with, I was like, I am not going to use my powers for evil anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that's evil? I, know. <laughs> I just say that. I say that jokingly, <laughs> you know, it's like counting cards, but instead counting with your heart. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: I love that. Well, there's so many different things we can do to practice connecting to our intuition. And because our left brain does like numbers and measurements and percentages, you know, we can we can keep track of that if we want, if it's uh, one of your goals to increase your accuracy. Fine, but it's important not to get hung up on the right or wrong because that actually shuts us out of connecting to those to that wisdom, that inner wisdom. But speaking of heart math, here I am with my <laughs>
0: I have mine over there. If it was closer on the desk, I would reach it out. The heart uh, coherence. And by the way, since we're plugging heart math, if people are not aware, I love this. And I don't know if your clients know about this. I'm actually on the panel of the Global Coherence Pulse. Yes. The app is free to get your heart rate check. They just added a camera function, so you just download the Global Coherence app, and then you put your finger on the bottom part of your phone here. Ah. Tell you if you're in coherence or not for free.
1: Isn't that amazing? What? So my old phone won't do that, oh, but
0: well, good. yes, absolutely. It's the only difference is mine. Just if you have the three, um, uh-huh. one, I just have to show people to do the bottom one, but with yours works equally as well. Anybody oh, hey, just really, the
1: camera. These people, they are just brilliant. It is uh, so exciting. <laughs> well, this is the greatest time to be alive, isn't it? It's tough. It's hard. It's heavy. It's complicated. And then look, look at what we're doing for healing, for technology, for interconnectedness of all life. Wow.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's so beautiful. So I'd love to hear your perspective, Stephanie. What are some ways that you train your clients on how to connect to the heart's intuition?
1: For example, just last night in a webinar I was teaching, we actually did the heart brain coherence, the quick coherence technique. So um, meditation, connecting to the breath. <clears throat> the tuning to the heart with hands over it, breathing in and out from the heart space. That's a lot of the foundational pieces that I teach because that settles our nervous system that brings us into it, an open receptive state. Um, there are a lot of practices too that we do. We also did like I played some really awesome African drum beats and we just shook our bodies silly, just releasing, releasing, releasing energy. We talked about how animals in the wild. They know, they have the intelligence to go shake and it resets everything because we are so activated right now. What is going on in the world around us, those of us that feel the despair, the destruction, those of us that have high sensitivity, deep compassion, deep feeling, we don't even know anymore what's ours and what's not because there is such global intensity, So to give ourselves the tools to shake some stuff off, to clear our cell, our energy fields, to cut cords is sometimes a a practice, a meditation that I will guide people through. Um, Loving kindness meditation is something I've been very focused on personally lately. Um, There are some, there's someone in my life that benefits from that most, (laughs) and um, connection to nature. I I talk about this all the time. It is, it's my savior to go out in nature and be with the earth and be connected to all life, plants, animals, everything, soil. We have this exquisite living, breathing planet, and we are caretakers of her. And she needs us to listen, pay attention, step up, be in greater service, so that we can find the the balance, the harmony, and the thriving. She provides us with everything and asks for very little. So this is something I feel enormously committed to and something I talk about constantly.
0: You remind me of Thich Nhat Hanh's book, There's Peace in Every Step. And I love, uh, this is one of my favorite stories. So in the book, he says, every day, every moment that we are putting our foot on the ground, that you want to be sending and receiving love from Gaia, from the earth. And I'll always remember, I've been very blessed to get to go to Agape for many, many years when I was living in Los Angeles with Michael Beckwith. And one day Michael was giving a sermon and he said, you know, I was recently at a retreat with Thich Han, And, uh, you know, that day I happened to go out, he goes out, I guess, for a morning run every day. And he's out for a run and he runs past Titna Han. And he thought to himself, he was like, you know, I wonder if Titna Han runs. So fast forward a few hours later, they're in meditation and Titnat Han is facilitating uh, this meditation process. And he said, earlier today, as I went for my morning walk, a man ran past me and he thought to himself, do I run? And I said to him, I want to let him know. That I do run. But when I run, I send peace to the earth with every step. I just got chills again. Yes. Yeah. It's just amazing. I mean, it's so powerful when we just connect to the natural intuition, what quantum physics is sharing with us, what Bruce Lipton was sharing this weekend, you know, we're all in this hyper stressed out state right now. And I love that Bruce broke it down so simply. And he said, you know, stress causes three things. It shuts down our immune system. It lowers our intelligence because it takes us out of our prefrontal cortex and into our subconscious. And it sends all of our blood away from our extre- uh, from our organs and into our extremities because we still think we're being chased by tigers. <laughs> <laughs> Yet here's the thing that Bruce said that I love is that. There are no tigers. And when there was a tiger thousands of years ago that we were running from, it was a minute situation. You would run for 5, 10, 20 minutes until you climbed up a tree and were able to avoid the predator. Yet in today's modern society, we have this prolonged, exacerbated stress, not just for 10 or 15 minutes, but 20 hours or 100 hours in a week or more. And so that's where this heart math that's where connecting to the earth and grounding ourselves, that's to me why it's so important is to take ourselves out of that fight or flight mentality and drop back into our natural state of coherence and being, which is what HeartMath and so many of the wonderful teachers out there are explaining. Absolutely.
1: <clears throat> and one thing that's really been a joy for me is last year my youngest son and I decided to um, create a food forest in our backyard and we don't have a big backyard, but um, we got some consultants who know sun exposure and where plants do best and what native plants and what um, pollinator friendly plants we should get. And we now have the most glorious Backyard with papayas and a coconut plant and a mango tree and bananas everywhere and we grow um, garden greens and all sorts of things with butterflies and bees and dragonflies and it's full of life and bird feeders. It is an oasis and I know not everybody has the option to maybe have some a bit of land where they can plant that, but we can plant in our homes. It's part of being. The important part is being in the miracle of life, watching a seed sprout and nurturing that. And plants talk too, by the way. So it's not just, you know, souls in the human existence that are speaking to us. My plants communicate with me all the time and it's spectacular. I go out there as often as I can and it, it renews me in every way.
0: Yeah, I I totally agree. Just yesterday, I was with a shaman medicine woman, friend of mine here and I was in her house and I noticed there was this beautiful plant that was in the sunlight and I was drawn to it. And I said, Oh, what is this plant? And she starts telling me it's from the jungle. And I said, You know, I'm getting a message though. It's saying it's getting too much sunlight. And she said, Jen, it's so funny you say that. Where it grows in the jungle, it grows under shade. So it's not doing its best life. And I'm like, It really wants to be moved over there. <laughs> when you connect to all things, we're so limited. By our perspective, my friend Don Hoffman, who's been on the show with us before, he and Deepak and I have done a lot of episodes, and he has a book called The Case Against Reality, Why Evolution Hid the Truth From Our Eyes, that there is a 0% chance we see reality as it is. And you know, he was talking about how it's all one big interface. So why not? Why live in this small, limited world where I can't do this, I should do that, I shouldn't do that, why not live in a world of magic filled with fruit and abundance and happiness, though it takes us being willing to look at the world and see ourselves in the world differently. I love that. That
1: is beautiful. And a funny quick story about my garden is that I have 12 papaya trees out there and I planted zero. I did not plant a single papaya seed. To this day, my gardener says I you're a witch. I don't know how this is happening. (laughs) They are the healthiest trees. They sprouted out of nowhere. I cannot figure it out. And and they're all in a straight line and people have postulated, well, maybe it was the birds pooping out seeds. And I said, have you ever seen birds poop 12 in a straight (laughs) line? Like (laughs) what kind of birds are those? So it's, yeah, I love it. The Pachamama, she's phenomenal. She is exquisite. I had the opportunity to go into the Amazon rainforest with um, a Pachamama Alliance group trip. It was a women's trip and changed my life. I'm still unpacking. That was three years ago. I am still unpacking the shift that has occurred from just being in that energy and Remembering who I am and what I'm part of.
0: It is really remarkable and powerful. Let's I, I invite all of us from listening to this episode. We are so grateful to have Stephanie here with us today. On the show to talk about our intuition and reconnecting not only to ourself but to the greater whole of our interconnectedness, and that's what the science is showing us. My dear friend Jude Curvin, who's been on the program before, she just wrote a best selling book called The Story of Gaia, where there are over a thousand scientific articles that show that we evolved to cooperate not to compete and that's what the science is telling us so the next time that you notice you're frustrated by your neighbor your spouse etc just ask yourself i wonder i wonder how i could cooperate in this moment and i will tell you here's where in my opinion heart math comes in when we're resilient, when we take that five minutes a day to do our heart focused breathing or whatever exercises empower you, that charges your battery and gives you greater capacity to confront whatever obstacles, potential arguments, opportunities for growth that might come up. And so, the greater that we renew our own batteries, we recharge ourselves by reconnecting to ourselves through meditation, heart math, connecting to our intuition that gives us the ability to come from a place of wonder and awe and conscious awe awareness about ourselves and the world around us. So that is my invitation for each of you out there.
1: I love it. I'll
0: take <laughs> you up on it. <laughs> yes, please do, Stephanie. And so speaking of which, Stephanie, where can people connect with you? What, where would you want them to find your work if they were going to do so? Sure. My um,
1: business is Soul Insight. So my website is soulinsight.com, and I have all of my events listed on there.
0: Beautiful. And any closing tips or thoughts for anybody listening right now? Maybe something we didn't get to touch on or a closing piece of wisdom you'd like to share?
1: Yeah, I like to tell people that I believe it is part of our soul's journey to find that which breaks our heart and serve into that. A big part of why your soul is here. It's why you feel so deeply and so strongly about it. And uh, it's no longer any time to say, well, that's too big. I don't make a difference. You do make a difference. Each of us does every act that we take, every prayer that we make. So find that which breaks your heart and be part of the repair.
0: So beautiful, Stephanie. Thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure having you here with us today. And thank you to each of you tuning in wherever and whenever you're listening or watching from. And I invite you, if you want to find more tips, uh, as many of you know, I'm in the middle of 365 days of tips for living your best life. So you can Google Om Heels, which is where I'm doing it on TikTok or Jen Hill Speaker, which is where you'll find it on Instagram and uh, Facebook. And you can also go to om-heels.com to find out where it is that you might match with somebody. Maybe you want to find out if you're intuitive there or somebody you match with. So do go to om-heals.com. You can get your free match there and you can use coupon code 20 new for 20% off your first session. So thank you so much for being here with us and wishing everybody blessings, miracles, and the ability to hear your heart's inner wisdom. Thank you so much for joining us today for another episode of Regarding Consciousness with Jennifer K. Hill. We would love it if you would take a moment and write a review for us, or rate us on Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, or whatever your favorite podcast platform is. And if you'd like to stay in touch and find out about upcoming events with some of the amazing guests we've had on the show, like Deepak Chopra, and other world thought leaders, feel free to join my email list at metabizics, dot com. Again, that's com, And you can go ahead and join our email list there. Thanks so much. And we look forward to having you join us next week.